This is People and Property, the relocation podcast. I'm Tony. And I'm Christine. Join us as we tell all about the wonderful business that is international relocation. Hello and welcome, dear listeners. This is People and Property, the relocation podcast. My name is Tony Coe, and I'm again joined on the show today by my wife and business partner, Christine. Hi, Christine. How's your day going? Uh, It's wet, Tony. Very, very wet. I I don't know know whether you can notice, but I'm wearing some a jumper with little pink butterflies on my shoulders today to try and cheer the day up. I can see that, yes. Not good for butterflies, mind you. So, But apart from that, life is good. Thank you. And in case our listeners are wondering, we are actually in the same house. <laughs> we, we do actually occasionally get together. <laughs> but the easiest way to do this podcast when you're also making a, a video, because we make this video available on YouTube as well as on our podcasting platform, uh, the best way to do that is in separate rooms that we found anyway. So I'm looking out at the Breeden Hill. Um, We live in the Cotswolds, uh, the very northernmost part um, of the Cotswolds now in an area of outstanding natural beauty, they say. And that it is, and I'm looking at that, but today it is very, very dark and miserable. But uh, we weren't here to tell you that. Uh, This show is all about the relocation business, which is a business that we're very passionate about. It's a business that we've been in for more than 30 years. Christine and I started our relocation company together uh, back in the late 1980s. We've had a fantastic time. The business, which is called Saunders1865, you can check it out at saunders1865.com. Our business is still going strong. We still love it. But as a result of COVID, we've moved out of central London, where our business has been based. And uh, we, uh, we just found that everything that was wonderful about living in London suddenly became, as a result of the pandemic, the opposite of wonderful. <laughs> Couldn't go to theatres anymore, right, Chris? <laughs> no, exactly. Actually, can I just say as well, Tony, I've just realised it's a bit embarrassing, but you, there's no lampshade on the lamp hanging behind your head. There's just a bare bulb. Yes, I'm um, afraid, and I had to turn that off because otherwise it made me look like um, uh, okay. St. Michael or something with a great big okay. halo well, around my I, head. It's just reminded me I need to get you a shade for your office. So, Oh, I thought you said a shave. Hmm. No, 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 um, shade. <laughs> Lamp shade. <laughs> yeah, so uh, now you've interrupted me. Where, where was I going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was saying that... Um, yeah, we've we've loved the business. We we uh, at this sort of um, time in our career, uh, we wanted to share our story because we think it's a, a, an interesting story. And we at this time when the property business is going through enormous change, and one, one I know that people we work closely with estate agents, and we know that people in the estate agency business are thinking about their jobs. Although it's it's actually been going through a surprising boom. Uh, that is probably pent-up demand, partly. It's probably a lot of people like us who decided to completely change our way of life, moving from the centre of London, we lived in Kensington, right out into the sticks. A lot of people are doing, a lot of people have been doing that and continuing to do that and reassess their lives now that travelling is kind of off the agenda for most people, perhaps for years, probably for years. 
And so people are worried about their jobs um, and uh, the estate agency business, certainly uh, in the time that we've been involved one way or another with it, uh, has changed so substantially. And we, we think it's going to uh, change again very substantially. And that's probably something that we will get into as our future episodes develop. At the moment, we're right at the beginning of our story. If you listen to our previous episodes, our last, this is episode three, our last two episodes at the end of the, the second episode, we were telling you about how we, we accidentally got into the business of uh, relocation. Can you just remind me, Tony, sorry, can you just remind me where we ended on that? Well, that's, I'm going to try and do that. I'm kind of doing that from memory. Okay. Um, But, uh, because we we, we don't really want these conversations to be scripted. I think that they work much better if they're kind of natural flowing, organic conversations. Uh, I do another podcast with my daughter called Re-Educating Dad. You might want to check that out. It's available on all uh, good podcasting platforms. Um, and we found uh, my daughter, uh, also Tony, my daughter and I have found that a sort of naturally flowing conversation just works best. We don't edit these videos. So whatever happens, happens, because that just takes so much time and you never get your, well, it takes ages to get your episodes out and it makes it too much of a job. And we've, Christine and I have both got full-time jobs um, and lives outside of this. So th- this is, I think in every respect, this formula works well. Uh, so where I think we had, we had got to is that I, I started off by explaining my background in the state agency, how it was a business that I never really liked being in, directly involved with, but I became more passionate, I guess, about it or started to become passionate about it when I learned about the American system. If you listen to episode two, you'll find out more about that, and I'm sure I'll be talking more about that um, later on. But... Uh, in the in 1988, the property market crashed spectacularly. And uh, when I was running an estate agency in Kensington along the American lines with commission-only uh, uh, salespeople, uh, their income stopped and the business's income more or less stopped when all the sales stopped for quite a prolonged period of time. And I had a out of the blue came a call from an old school friend called Robert, uh, who was in a situation where he was working um, in an executive search firm in Canada, and they were sent over to the UK. He and his team were sent over to the UK to recruit aerospace engineers from the UK. And uh, he was working in our office, and they had a really successful time uh, doing what they were fulfilling this mission. Uh, and, um, the, but they hit a major bump in the road, didn't they, Chris? What was that? Yes. And, well, I think that's where it, where it, I think we ended, if I remember saying the beginning of our relocation life, because, uh, they had come over, they successfully recruited a number of, um, uh, very highly qualified engineers. I think I remember talking about that and saying that, uh, that they were all very keen to uh, to to to, uh, to move to to uh, to North America, but they had a big problem on their hands because of the homes um, and not being able to sell them. And that's, I think, where we came in. And you, um, if I remember rightly, put together a um, 
a, a program of services which um can i just pause yes. just just pausing yes. there. um what um as you were talking it reminded me what we first recommended was a guaranteed home sale program and uh, that what that is for the because that's not necessarily something that everybody knows about but really the relocation business was born out of one problem and this and it was born in the united states originally um out of one problem and the problem was when employers wanted to move their employees from one state to another maybe from chicago to new york or los angeles san francisco wherever which of course employers in america do a lot of uh, the problem that they would have is that uh, rather like the uk it's a home owning it's it's a mainly home owning country uh, so people so the employees would own a home but now the employer wanted to get the employee over to the new location get them cracking working asap they couldn't afford for them to wait and get their property sold no exactly exactly so uh, and the employee um you know want wants to doesn't want to leave their property behind unsold and wants to go to the new place and buy a new property and uh, the, so then it, there needed to be a solution for that and the solution that the, the relocation industry came up with because this was a relocation wasn't about home search so much in the US <laughs> as it, it was not about that because uh, they didn't really need that service because of you know the way that the uh, real estate agency system works there um, uh, but, but uh, uh, so so that what they what was required was a facility whereby the employers could have a process for for helping the employees and that process that they they invented there was the guaranteed home sale process and the way that that works um, is that uh, the the employer makes an offer to the employee of fair market value for the property that's accepted by the employee, employee, the employer, or through a third-party relocation company, if they don't want to do this themselves, uh, that third-party relocation company would buy the house, lock, stock, and barrel, take it off the employee's hands, and immediately start marketing it and get it sold. Now, you may be asking yourself, and it would be a good question if you were, how do you know it's fair market value? Well, the way that that is worked out is that you get professional, we in the UK call it valuations. In America, they call them appraisals. You get it appraised, valued by two independent valuers or, or appraisers. And then you take the midpoint figure, unless they are too far apart, in which case you'd get a third, and then you'd take the midpoint figure between the two nearest figures in order to arrive at fair market value. But that's not where it ends. It gets even better for the employee because if the property sells for less than the fair market value that the employer paid or the relocation company paid, then the employer has to pick up that loss. And if it's just for a total win-win for the employee, if the uh, property sells for more than the uh, fair market value that in, then in most cases this is back in the day of course 
in most cases, the employee will get all that gain or what we call upside. So you can see what a fantastic program that, that is. But of course, it's risky for the employer. Uh, but it was very, very popular. Um, and it, as it spawned this big, successful, prosperous industry, relocation industry in the US. And so we researched all that when we were asked, when Robert said, come up with a solution. Uh, we need to get these aerospace engineers, we need to get them over to Canada. You're in the property industry, Tony and Christine. You need to come up with a, uh, a solution. So we researched it. That's the solution we came up with. We thought that it was something, although we were totally new to it, we thought that it would be something that would be exciting to provide. And we, we found a way of making sure we could, we could act as the third party relocation company to deliver all those services uh, for this, to support this fantastic project. But, Christine, what did the client say? Well, remember? Well, yes, but can I just, before that, and, and we now know why they said what they said, was because the, what was happening in North America, if I remember rightly, was is that suddenly these companies that were wanting these employees, they weren't, they weren't um, anything to do with housing. They suddenly found themselves with an itinerary, um, no, not an itinerary, Inv what's the inventory. Word? an inventory, sorry, an infantry of houses and they suddenly found themselves in the real estate market and so lots of companies although it was important to get the employee to their new you know that, that they were obviously going to be making money for the company and doing a great job which is why they were offering it it was becoming a little frightening for a lot of these um, major corporations because they suddenly found themselves with lots and lots and lots of houses um uh in their inventory that they couldn't sell so this particular uh, com uh, company, uh, when when we put that together, said, "Diddle, diddle, diddle." Well, um, actually, that's not it, going to work for us. What you're describing there, Chris, is why that industry changed. Yes, but it's actually not the reason why they turned it down. Uh, they said to us, actually, Tony and Christine. That is a service uh, that we offer to our employees in Canada, but we will not do it internationally and we will not do it for new hires. No, but I also think it was very, you know, it's a very expensive process. Oh, it is. Much more, much yes. more expensive than the process we're about to describe. To, yes, to but at that, at, at that point, Chris, they didn't know how much it was going to cost. So, but what they were averse to is the risk. So when I described, you know, if you, if you buy it for fair market value and it, you sell it for less, uh, they, they as the employer would have to guarantee that, that they would have to pick up that loss. Well, and, and the market was so, so bad. I know yes. it was very bad, you know, um, across the, you know, across the pond as well, but, but for a company like that to take on, I think we were looking at about, did we look between 20 and 30 people we moved that first time? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, I think it was something like that. That There's no way they could have had, uh, you know, an infantry of 20, 30 people, which, which could take years to sell, years and years. Yes. So that's, I think, is the intro into, I'm sure you'd like 
you're very proud of what you then developed because it was a very clever um, uh, um, uh, process that you went through, which I, I, I don't think probably a lot of, I don't think people had thought of it before you. And uh, well, well, I, I think it was quite exciting to suddenly find that what you'd come up with was, 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 was called relocation. <laughs> you know, it was just in the relocation. It's like, ding! Well, the it, light bulb it, it went it, off. It was incredible. It, uh, thank you for describing it that way. That lovely introduction. Uh, it 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 struck me that the the really important thing that the relocation company does um, is not so much providing this administrative mechanism for acquiring the property, which did involve you know a lot of costs, legal costs, administrative costs, um, and uh, and so on uh and obviously the risk uh but um the most important thing that the relocation company the the most important job that they had to get right was getting the property sold as fast as possible at the best possible price well and and having to you know and managing that the management the pro the management process was was huge yes. wasn't it huge Yes, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that the what I, as I was developing this idea, um, it struck me that the important thing, the really important thing of value to the to the employer and the employee was getting the property sold quickly and at full market value. So I thought, well, why not? Why don't we offer everything that would be within a guaranteed home sale program, but without the guarantee so without the acquisition so what we did is we so it was a kind of hybrid of the guaranteed home home sale and, and we called it a managed home sale uh, assistance program um and uh, we said that this is the way that we we suggest so essentially what it involved is us that these houses would spread all over the uk right so they weren't in london i don't think any of them were in london no no, I think up, um, up, you know, the Isle of Wight up north. Yeah, they were all over the south, map. They in were the all West over country, the place. and and uh, and you know, we had to find, we had to manage all these things. Of course, what we had a lot of experience of through the estate agency back, long ex estate agency background, was property transactions, getting properties sold. We knew what it took to get properties sold. And uh, we'd learned a lot, obviously, and then, then, and then was the further stuff that we had learned as a result of the exposure to the American training, which was very valuable. Um, so we wanted to bring all this to bear, and we came up with a, um, a, a proposal for the company, which essentially said we would, we'll take all this off your hands and off the employ, employees' hands, and it will, this will enable them, because they needed these guys. Um, uh, they needed these guys in Canada ASAP because they had a big defense con they'd won a big defense contract. They needed them there. They couldn't afford for them to wait and dither around uh, while they got their home sold. And it was a terrible market. You know, we'd, and we uh, had the added problem um, because, again, we talked in an earlier program about the MLS system. Yeah. We in the UK had a much harder um, uh, uh, program to have to, to, to develop and put together because because I'm sure you're going to explain you know with, with the estate agents not being any MLS system 
we had to go individually to, uh, uh, yeah, I think we saw at least we interviewed four agents in every three or four, um, yeah, three or four in, in pretty much every um, in every case, and 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 I'm sure you're going to you know explain how the, the 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 process that you put together, the questions that we asked them, and and um, because of the as people know, when it's your own home and you're selling it, people always think it's worth more than it is. Yeah. Um, and realistically, to get them to accept who it goes with and, and at what price it goes at and, and, and a way to get it sold at the best possible price for the employee. Yes, that's right. Now I'm going to tell you an interesting thing. I'll remind you of an interesting thing. Um, first of all, I'm going to confess something. I didn't have a hundred percent confidence that we could do this. <laughs> I think I do remember that actually. I didn't have a hundred percent confidence. In fact, a lot short of a hundred percent. And there was something that happened because, you know, I mean, I knew that I knew property transactions. I'd done a lot of them, both acquisitions and sales for on behalf of clients. But these were all over these, these those were only in London. And these were all, all over the map, different markets. I mean, the property market does vary in the UK significantly by region. And, and these were regions that we hadn't really dealt with before. Um, we hadn't dealt with before. So, well, and people came to you. People came to you to, to sell their homes. We were, in a way, going to agents. Well, yeah, we were, we were really, in, in, in essence, becoming the estate agent. Well, we were the estate agent's direct client. Yes. Uh, but do you remember something happened that knocked my confidence level down 10 points at least? Because we, while we were having ongoing discussions with the potential corporate client, the employer, what we didn't know is that they were already te telling the candidates that they had a solution for their big problem of not getting their property, you know, getting their property sold. And they were giving out my business cards. And oh, one, of, one of that, these yeah. guys, and, he, you know, <laughs> I, I apologize, um, you know, he was rather, he, this call from the, a call came from him out of the blue, and he did sound rather train spottery or anoraki. That's very rude. Too. It is, I know. But I, I'm just being, <laughs> I'm just telling it like it is. And uh, he said, hello, I've been given your card by XYZ Corporation. Um, I want to take their job in Canada. But, and they said that you're going to help me get my household. Uh, I don't know what you're going to do because it's been on the market for three years and I haven't had a single offer. And I thought, <laughs> what the, you know what? <laughs> what are we getting ourselves into here? Um, and actually, when I went to when I eventually went to see the property and meet with this gentleman, actually, he was a very sweet gentleman, um, and his wife. You knew uh, when why? I, when I went to <laughs> no, when I pulled up outside the house, it was quite literally the ugliest house I've ever seen. Um, you know, it was a sort of ex-council uh, house. Um, that sounds a bit elitist. I don't mean to be, but it, it, it was. You know. It was just not, it didn't have, as the Americans would say, it did not have any curb, curb appeal. appeal. Yes. yes. So, 
that was a major sort of blow. Just I thought, you know, really, are we? Do we really want to do this? Anyway, you may remember, Chris, we put together a proposal, and probably prompted by that, we thought we better put a significant fee on on this, and uh, you know, propose so that we, we at least we're going to get you know, because this is going to be a lot of work, a lot of work, and we weren't going to work on a commission basis. Obviously, the estate agents were. We were going to work as we always worked on a fee for service basis. Quote the fee in advance um, and tell them what it is, and then they know where they stand. We know where we stand, and we get we know that our time is going to be paid for. But that was what I liked about the relocation business versus the estate agency business, which is a results usually not always a results only uh, remuneration system. So we put together a proposal, and the next thing we knew, we had a banker's draft. We hadn't even asked for the money. So we realized that we, these, what we realized at that point was that these guys needed us. It this was all was, systems go. All systems go. These guys, this, it was huge for them. Um, and I, you know, really, really grateful them to that company because they took a big risk on us. Um, cause we didn't have any, um, didn't have any track record within this, you know, with this direct business of, of handling an internet in, a group international relocation like that. It was a big job for us. It was, it was amazing, wasn't it? It was absolutely. very special. It was absolutely incredible. Yes. And, really and, incredible. and there was a lot more to it, Chris, and I'm sure you'll probably talk more about that now, but there's a lot more to it than just the property component. I mean, there was property components both ends. There was, you know, they needed to find properties where they were moving to. Obviously, we had to get the properties sold where they were leaving from. So those two are obviously property components. But there was also a very much a human support uh, component, oh, yes. wasn't there? You talk about that, Chris, yeah. because I, well, you, were, the- you were, that was your, you know, that was definitely your big forte. You talked, you know, in our first episode, I think it was about how you equated it with, your former profession of being a nanny um, and, and how you now found yourself as a different kind of nanny, right? Yes, but it was, it was, it was more than that by the time we got that far because suddenly uh, they became friends, particularly the wives. Um, uh, because on the whole, if I remember, it was pretty much all the guys. That the, it was all men. The, 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 employer, the employees were all men. Yeah. I thought there was one woman. I don't know well, why. There might have been. You might be, yeah, you might be right. I think, I think, I think was. there was one woman. I think yeah. maybe she was single. But on the whole, they were wives. And a lot of them had children. Um, so it was a huge step for, the, the, for these wives and uh, families to literally uh, pick up and moved to a country that they'd never been to. Um, some of them hadn't even been out of the UK. Yeah. Um, and uh, just the constant, you know, well, can you tell me about schools in the area that we're going to? And, you know, what about this? And, you know, switches and, you know, a voltage and things that you, you know, that just pop up all the time that you don't even think of when you're just moving from, you know, Devon to... Cornwall or Cornwall to Scotland or you know it was lots of little things like that it was a completely unknown world um and sort of jumping to the end if you like um it it was like I sort of lost a friend once they'd gone and you know I'm you Mm. know there's obviously the middle bit to do yet but but it was the 
it was it was quite a sort of you know severance of sort of relationships and I was often sent lovely gifts in fact I think to this day I've still got a beautiful um uh, real pearl brooch that yeah. one of the, the, well, the wives you. gave they, me they, lo- they loved was, you they loved yes, you it, it, it was it was it was very lovely so it was a sort of real that's where we go back to the hand-holding wrapping well, it up in cotton wool just somebody to listen to just to have absolutely. somebody to talk to it was like it was absolutely. so lovely and may i say that that's why we call our relocation podcast people and property those two components people and property so yes. in a sense i was doing the property bit obviously this and people i was doing the people involved, but you were yeah. you were you were in charge of people elements and i was more in emotions, charge of property elements. yes, yes. The, the, the emotional side and they were to me they were very 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 brave people and quite in, and quite vulnerable incredible. yes quite incredible incredibly yeah. brave to do that but you'll you'll remember one of the guys that one of the first guys i went to meet apart from the one with the ugliest house in the world there was another guy i think on the same trip that i went to see and he made an enormous impression on me and I, it made me realize what an important job we were doing because he said to me as i was about to leave his house after the meeting with him he said to me you know tony this speaks volumes about the employer that I'm going to take this job from in Canada, the very fact that they've, they've employed you, retained you to look after us. Yes. And, you know, he, he really meant it. And I could, you know, what a huge thing. He was taking his young family across the other side of the world to a place he'd, ne- as you say, Chris, he'd never, they'd never visited. They weren't going to visit before they went to live there. No, they didn't. They what? didn't even have a pre-reporting trip. Did no, they? exactly. What a huge, huge step! And I, you know, th- that's why I use the word vulnerable. These these guys, they came over as quite vulnerable, and oh, as you say, their wives. Yes. And you got very involved with the whole family, and you know, it, it's. Uh, but it, I also would say, yeah. I would also, I would say that they were also very smart people, and smart that they saw the potential. Of, of of a situation that they because it does take a lot of bravery when to uproot your family and uproot something you don't know but they saw the potential in a much better life for themselves and their yeah. families which they couldn't at the time see well you know ever getting out of it was the same old same old same and a lot of people are happy with that but some of these people decided that you know, let's go for it. Well, this is an opportunity of a lifetime, and I really take my hat off to them. So and I'll just I. say again, just quickly jumping again to the end um, of that that period, is is that I think we 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 went to the company probably twenty years later, 20, over twenty years after moving those people, uh, if you remember, and they were. <laughs> A lot of them were still there. Was a yes, guy they, they Brian, went. I mean, we, we need to. Incredible. You're quite right. We need to wrap this up because we've just uh, passed the 30 minute mark. And these are half an hour. These are supposed to be half an hour episodes. So we'll tell you more next time um, about. Uh, we'll tell you no, more about the, what it was, the secret source that we brought to this um, uh, that really was the. the the magic element in terms of getting the properties sold. We'll tell you more about that. We look forward to sharing more of our story with you next time. 
And please do um, participate uh, in the discussion. Do raise any questions or anything. We, they, you know, we're very happy to share information and answer questions. Um, and you can do that. You can actually, if you go to uh, www.peopleand, that's A-N-D, peopleandpropertypodcast, don't forget the podcast bit, dot com, peopleandpropertypodcast.com, you'll get to our Facebook page where you can uh, raise questions, see images, see how you can, you can actually even leave a voice message uh, for us, which um, we may actually include your question, your voice in our upcoming episode when we answer it, or it, it doesn't need to be a question, it could be a comment. We would love to hear from you. So uh, that's, uh, that's a wrap, as they say. It's goodbye from me and... Bye-bye from Christine. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have Bye for now. Weekend. Bye-bye. Bye.